to overcome what we undergo. Okay, here I am again, outside knocking on a friendly stranger's door. Recently, I've been welcomed warmly more and more into the homes and life stories of people I don't know or barely even met. Yet, here I am again. I double and triple check. Um, voice recorder? Yep. Pad and pen? Yep. Right address? Yep. But before I knock again, the door opens with warmth and a handshake. Yes, I'm in an unfamiliar place, yet my nostrils embrace the aura of my grandmother's cooking, and I feel I'm in the presence of someone with my grandmother's grace. It all feels so much like familiar, and we both feel like relatively safe. So we sit, and with a sincere smile, I briefly reclarify the context of us meeting. Multi-story would like to document yours. Shortly after, I'm checking the voice recorder is in fact recording, whilst my interviewee is vividly reliving their journey with gusto and barely a pause. And as they talk, I get this crazy Doctor Who moment, and I fall through this temporal portal time warp. It's like I'm right there, like a ghost observing their life experiences. Their vivid description has me looking over their shoulder as their life events play out. As they talk, I see and tangibly sense all. There's a venture, there's disappointment, there's elation, there's tears, there's laughter, and there's resolve. Each story of migration consists of familiar themes. As with this one, it begins with dreams, desires, hopes, and a call from the mother country, the opportunity that knocks in more ways than one. Many, including my grandmother, caught a ship across this vast seascape, like being given a magic box that unlocks the potential to realise these dreams, meet desires and fulfil hopes, which were all kept afloat, on board a boat, going abroad, course heading to where prospects were considered better. From the islands of white sands and red sunsets, to this island, where the weather is much wetter. From warmth to much colder climates, came a vanguard of migrants, unwelcomed in many cases, facing the brunt of verbal hostility and violence, a community whose voice was smothered and muted out by silence, a community under siege by ignorance, a community overtly under scrutiny and at times from within the black community. Yet I've heard many stories of how many adapted and handled it so beautifully, though such a difficult task at times, as victims of human rights violations and being institutionally undermined, it didn't have to shout it out. It was that way by its design. And later came the noise from the National Front with further affronts to justice, which had nothing to do with law and order. But tragically, this disparity could pull a person down an infinite more times than gravity. But thankfully, what emerged through these accounts was a sense of pride and strength from solidarity, enabling one to stand and move forward despite the often constant feeling of fatigue, even turned away from praying in local churches for strength, despite Jesus' teachings. So you made your own, and I believe. Stories like these put emphasis on why each proceeding generation owes a debt of gratitude to the last as each generation is most likely born out of the resilience and blood spilled from the past. And last week, a 71-year-old black lady spoke to an ethnic minority audience and eloquently asked 
what is the return on their investment? She said eloquently, what is the return on their investment? What is the return on their investment? I stop in my tracks and I ask myself this question. What was the return on my grandmother's investment? The answer, and I'm still searching for it, <laughs> lies somewhere within the way I live my life, which is in a more informed way thanks to this book. See, this book and these stories not only describe where we've been, but also where we're going, and I do mean all of us, as one human race, where black history amalgamates into world history and its future within which we all have a stake. In the words of Maya Angelou, just do right. So in the face of wrong, yes, we must be defiant. And you must learn from those who created greatness before you, which was recently quoted by the American pro basketballer Kobe Bryant. So at present, what steps are we taking to ensure black and working class solidarity, which the invention of racism seeks to keep fragmented? Thank you to all the contributors who have done so much already and for further having their legacy cemented within these pages for us all to build upon. And a big, huge, massive thank you to Multistory for letting us add a simple verse to world history, which may have a say or some bearing on our journey into the future, the place where we find the beginnings of many more stories. To be continued.